Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to the SmackDown preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hamlet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night SmackDown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. Well, we're not going to review SmackDown, but also Midnight Rattle, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet to look ahead to SmackDown tonight, the go-home show ahead of Backlash from Puerto Rico. Yeah. Um, the feels uh, a bit of a connection between the atmosphere amongst wrestling fans here in the UK this week and what I assume will be the atmosphere amongst wrestling fans in Puerto Rico this weekend. Not to make, you know, we're a UK wrestling podcast. Some would say the number one. Mm. And some, I mean, all podcast charts. Uh, the excitement around AEW All In, and this is not to make a WWE podcast AEW, is not just about um, AEW, the company. It's about a wrestling show that will be centred in the UK and will make Wembley, will make London a destination for the eyes of the wrestling world. That weekend, mm. it did it in Cardiff last year to get it back to WWE. Um, it did it in Montreal mm-hmm. for Elimination Chamber. It's really exciting, and it's a. Re- I love that WWE have embraced this philosophy because, as a fan base, again, we've been part of some, and now, like, obviously, fans in Puerto Rico will get that this weekend. You feel part of something. You mm. feel genuinely connected to something. Um, and it's not just backlash. It starts tonight. It starts with SmackDown. I would well imagine that a lot of people that have got tickets for backlash have got tickets to SmackDown. Yeah, they're buzzing to not just attend one show but two. It's not the house show thing. House shows are fun, but it's you're being told this matters. Mm-hmm. Your stuff that you're witnessing is canonical. It's just really awesome, and I just feel like the vibe of this show, the energy tonight is going to be amazing. And the card is half decent. It's not as good as a backlash card, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It's it's unusual that we are excited for backlash, let alone a backlash go-home show. Mm-hmm. They've really cooked something up here. And it's I think it's to, you know, I know there's like cynical reasons. Brandon Thurston and John Pollock did some really great reporting on the latest WWE investor calls. And Nick Khan has kind of made no secret of the way he moves, the way he slithers. Basically, uh, Montreal for Elimination Chamber just happened. 
to be around when it was time to negotiate Canadian rights fee deals. Yeah. So what an event to take the executives to. Money in the Bank in London just happens to fall around when the BT Sports staff need whining and dining ahead of negotiations. And wouldn't you believe it? I believe the same thing is occurring in Puerto Rico. But this is what happens when the left hand knows what the right hand is doing. Mm -hmm. Because what's the connection between these events? Localised talent getting booked big. WWE have framed Backlash around a big night for Puerto Rican stars or those with Puerto Rican legacy or mm -hmm. lineage or yeah. heritage. It's going to feel like a huge night for the hometown and the, the home nation favourites. It just so happens to be very smart and cynical business on WWE's part as well. I welcome it. It's a bunch of wins for everybody. It's a bunch of wins for the company at a corporate level. It's a bunch of wins for the talent who get these incredible localised audiences. And it's a bunch of wins for the fans who genuinely want to engage and feel rewarded for their engagement. I was at Clash at the Castle, and as much as it might have been an exercise in marketing, Cardiff's local council were buzzing with their X million mm -hmm. like that they made from it. And as a fan, I was completely satiated by mm. a good show. I well and truly support this. Like, it is nice that you feel like the biggest show in town is in your town, and there's been a lot of that the last couple of years. Mm. And like, AW do deserve credit for opening up this world away from the monopoly. WWE, it's less about credit, and it's more about business savvy, but mm. smart all the same for making it count when you're there. You could sell all these tickets and then just deliver a wet fart of a show. <laughs> and they're not doing that. People are coming away from these events with like fond memories and big moments. Yeah. We, were talk, we were talking about Elimination Chamber as like the biggest B-show since Punk and Money in the Bank in 2011, and it wasn't hyperbole. Mm. Clash at the Castle was massive. It was a return to, uh, like, the stadium setting for WWE in the UK. Backlash is going to, I sense, come across the same way. I think mm. we'll be leaving. If only we could talk more about it. But sadly, we are not going to be in work on Monday because of events, uh, home nation base, that I couldn't give a f***ing shit about. <laughs> I watch NXT once a week for a living. And the royal family is the fakest I've seen. <laughs> right? But this weekend, I feel, even though we maybe can't be there to cover it Monday, and I won't be in on Tuesday because I will be covering it on Saturday. No. Nope. Um, I just feel like there will be talking points coming out of this weekend in Puerto Rico, and it's cool and it's exciting. Yeah, And I've not just dodged the SmackDown lineup to talk about the location, but I feel like it's the biggest thing about this show. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, join uh, Phil and Hamlet for our Backlash live stream on Saturday night on our YouTube channel, of course. Uh, I agree. This show feels big, despite the fact there's not a great deal. I mean, there's, you know, Cody and, and Bunny we'll, we'll get onto in a second. There's a couple of matches and what have you. But I'm, how many times have I sat here, and even when the pay-per-view's on the Sunday, gone, ah, I'm not going to waste an hour of my weekend watching the SmackDown. It's the go-home <laughs> show at the pay-per-view. It'll be bog-standard stuff. Oh, I'll see you on Sunday at the pay-per-view, and maybe some mm. straightforward wins for people lower down on the card. But... I've got a wedding this weekend. I'm away doing family stuff, et cetera, et cetera. I'm finding time on Saturday because I want to watch SmackDown to get me hyped for Backlash that I'm going to wake up on Sunday and try and watch spoiler-free because I'm invested in this show. Do you, um, you know, when you, those weekends that you described where you're able to maybe like miss SmackDown knowing that you'll be watching the pay-per-view and then we'll be coming in and SmackDown won't be able to read. Do you just watch Rampage twice with the free time? <laughs> Brother, I haven't watched Rampage in weeks, and I'm greatly improved by it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, despite, uh, you know, the pressures of my job, 
when it comes to not watching Rampage this week, what with the bank holiday. We're going to do it anyway. Watching that. Preview coming later, yeah? Yeah, yeah, Decide to wind Sid up about the firm's deletion. Two things while I remember. Uh, yeah, God damn it. I might, I'm going to have to listen to that one. I might not just download the podcast. I might just put my ear to the studio door while you're recording. Yeah, you'll probably be able to hear his. Just get both. Um, two quick things. If you are listeners, if you're, you, you, the listener, are listening now and going to either of these uh, shows, SmackDown or Backlash, I'd love you to reach out and let us know like what the hype level is, how excited you are, how big it's felt. Because I'm sure However we are in Puerto Rico. That too, I guess. I've looked on the map. There's listeners. I, was, uh, I, I think it was... Did we check this? Was it New Year's Revolution? Was the last major show there? Something like Batista that, yeah. Uh, Elimination Chamber in 2005. So I'd love to like know the hype levels generally. Um, also, yeah, the, uh, I wonder how many people that listen to this, and I can't see it being many because, well, because Sidgwick's on the other one and he's good. Mm-hmm. Like how many people listen to this that don't listen to the Rampage preview? That mm. I would recommend, if you are a WWE hardcore and... Oh, on the map there. And we're born showing me our listener by location map, and Puerto Rico is indeed highlighted. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you're a WWE hardcore that refuses to listen to the AW podcast that we do on principle, I would maybe treat yourself this week mm-hmm. because I don't think you're going to get esteemed AW analyst Michael Sidgwick providing the, uh, mm-hmm. the blanket positives of the, sh- the, the match that is kind of like main event in this rampage. <laughs> I think you'll get more than your fair share of, uh, in inverted commas, balanced appraisals of this program. Mm. So maybe, but I, again, I don't think that accounts for many, but if there's anybody that's listening to this that wouldn't typically go for mm. the rampage preview, tune in. And be careful, because if you really encourage people, we're going to have more listeners to that than actually watch Rampage. But, you know, um, we'll get to Bad Bunny and Cody oh Rhodes in a second. But I want to talk Selena Vega first. Yes. She's obviously facing Rhea Ripley on Saturday night. What do you do with her on this show? Do you give her a straightforward victory over a Sonya Deville? Do you have her standing tall over Rhea Ripley? It feels like inevitable. Obviously, she's going to just, a bit like Sami Zayn in Montreal, come close, mm. but not get the job done. Or do you even have some sort of mixed tag uh, or singles match where maybe even she pins Rhea Ripley tonight. I don't think she pins her, but I would like tonight for Zelina Vega. The wins thus far, it's okay for them to go into this with Rhea as the heavy favourite. Yes. Because um, me and Phil discussed this on our predictions video, which you can catch on YouTube, and I believe maybe on this podcast. Yeah, it's available right now. Ahead of our stream tomorrow. And we were talking about this. It's kind of imperative that you keep your champions strong in the early days of their reign. But that always makes it really hard to set up a first title defense, doesn't it? Because Mm. the result is kind of never in doubt. Because Zelina Vega will have this incredible hometown advantage and will have all this support behind her, it's not really the 1% of doubt you're looking for that you would typically need of this. You just want to watch the action. You just want to watch her, galvanized by the locale, maybe come close maybe get a near fall, maybe start to believe herself that she can do it. And she's never really been in this babyface position before. No. So that's quite exciting too. So what I would do tonight to arrive at that for Backlash, you know how before WrestleMania, Charlotte Flair kind of refused to acknowledge the passage of time and was kind of daring to say to Rhea Ripley, I'm going to put you in your place just like I did in 2020. You think things have changed, but I know they haven't. Yeah. 
And then they had that really great brawl where Rhea had to be held back. And that was the moment where Charlotte had to accept, oh, they have changed. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm still ready to fight you, but this is not you anymore. I think tonight you kind of repeat that spot where Rhea's like, you know, I had a bunch of people tell me that I was going to be put in my place and they were proven wrong at WrestleMania. Sorry, but to all you fans here, to all the friends and the family of Zelina Vega that are in this crowd tonight, I'm going to have to put her in her place. Like, she's learned, she's a heel. She's yeah. learned nothing from the experience. I'm going to have to put her in her place. And I'm going to have to do it tomorrow. And Zelina comes out and says, you want to put me in my place? I'm in my place. Ooh. Why don't you put me in it right now? And they brawl into the crowd, as Rhea and Charlotte did. And Zelina sends Rhea running for the hills. And you get Zelina in the crowd. Yeah. Chasing that kind of Becky Lynch visual. And for the one night that Zelina Vega can look like the woman that is going to get it done. Mm -hmm. It's there, standing aloft, surrounded by people as Rhea gets, like, carted away by Dominic. Dominic takes a stray around, <laughs> kicking the head, and it's like, come on, come on, get, let's go. It's not worth it, Rhea, let's go. <laughs> you can see the fear in yeah. Rhea's eyes because she knows that in 24 hours, she's walking back into that cauldron whether she wants to or not. I love it. Yeah, really like that. Um, we need to move on and talk about one of the biggest stars in wrestling today. But before we get to Bad Bunny, Cody Rhodes <laughs> is also on this show. Um, it's interesting because, you know, four weeks ago, you and I would have bet our houses on Cody versus Brock being the main event. I still think it probably is going to be that mm -hmm. um, as much as <laughs> Bad Bunny is going to get a ridiculous reaction. Uh, and I said we'll talk about him in a second. Um I think the work's done for Cody, really, here, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's the first step in, uh, cliched, but finishing this story of his. I wish the anxiety was around if Cody can keep his WWE Championship rather than, is everything screwed up? Because that's what it is. We're back to being nervous about booking rather than about characters, and that's a shame. Um, the nervousness around this match is, if Brock beats him, like, how many beatings is he going to have to take before he's allowed his recovery? It's got that, like... Money in the bank winners vibe before he's even got the briefcase. Mm -hmm. You know, where, like you beat them and you beat them and you beat them because you know the big win is coming. So that's the nervousness. But on Raw, Cody clipping him that was sell from Brock was amazing. Yeah, Brock looks like he's in the mood to sell for him. Cody looked at least from a stature point of view the same size, which is a big rebound from the Raw after WrestleMania where he looked like yeah his idiot friend that he was going to like just beat up. So I described it as your uncle taking you out for your first drink when you turn 18 or 21 for our American listeners. <laughs> it's they've maybe moved away from that vibe. And Cody, I saw Cody's um, jacket on Twitter. Ooh, You've seen it? No. There is a, um, it's like a Puerto Rico inspired American nightmare oh, jacket. First of all, preemptive. Oh my, God. oh my God. So I feel like tonight will be about Cody in the way that only Cody can ingratiating himself yeah. um, to the fans in the venue ahead of tomorrow night and just saying something along the lines of, you know, Brock Lesnar, you have stopped me getting back to finishing my story, but I'm going to make you, like, you were once the next big thing, I'm going to make you the next big chapter, and I'm going to do it here. Mm. I can't wait to do it here and all this sort of stuff. The sort of thing that you're seeing him do on these house shows that are selling ungodly numbers thing, of tickets. Yeah. Like, the kind of... He should be, he is the John Cena right now. He is the Hulk Hogan, the Steve Austin slash Rock right now. But he's doing it without his belt. So 
All you can do is get cheers. All you can do is the get noise numbers. is insane. Yeah. I think a lot of people assumed that after he didn't get the job done at WrestleMania, that was going to die off. I think it's doubled down, if anything. I hope you're right. My suspicions are that there's always a like a ripple. There's always a the guy isn't dead straight away. The death is just more protracted than you would think. Like there's a lot of like business metrics that show that if you kill that golden goose, they've still got some eggs to lay. Mm-hmm. And I, I do worry that we're in that state for Cody, but I much prefer your version of it. Mm. This is people somehow willing to pick him back up as a collective. Um and I think we'll get that from him. Cody, if nothing else, Cody you can rely on to whip people into a frenzy. And we're kind of already there for the Brock match, so let's just have another, let's have a bit more of it. I think WWE has uh, has maybe maybe <laughs> utilised a bit of knowledge from, from the past and I think is uh, trying to make a sort of punk Brian-esque figure because the whole thing was is if he wins at the WrestleMania, which I still think he should have done, obviously, right? Is if he wins there, then, oh, right, so he's coming and the machine's immediately got behind him. He's not lost. He's done all that, right? Mm. Now they're doing it of like, oh, we, we might give him this trinket. The machine crushed him. Yeah. yeah. And they'll be like, no, that's our thing. He Cody's our I think that's maybe the, the strategy they're going for here. Hence why your first thing is the big roadblock in WWE. Yeah. That's, that's a really, you know what, like, I don't do this bit with you very often, but I'd like to if I'm permitted today. Mm. Adam Wilborn, that's an absolutely fantastic take. Hey, just call me butter, baby. I'm on a roll. It's not what they intended. And Triple H's face in that press conference told you that. Yep. But it's maybe the most, like, plugged in, make good they could come up with. That acknowledgement of these people still hate us. You know, it's like, like the idea that WWE's been the heel. One of the stupidest business practices you could imagine. The company brand is the villain. Like, here's me drinking my can of Coca-Cola. Boo! Oh, it tastes so good. Boo! <laughs> like, the, they've done that. That is a really effective way to use that, mm-hmm. to monetize that hatred until... Because we have people have... Until bitter. SummerSlam and you tweet, see? See? Yeah. Yeah, uh, this is the thing. See, Troit. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be 
big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash whatculture. Moving on, uh, let's talk Bad Bunny because he's the absolute beast. Uh, and he's going to get a bigger reaction than Cody Rhodes. Oh, my God. Is he advertised for tonight in person? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Bad Bunny, correct me if I'm wrong, has a live appearance, 100% he's class hit rate. Yep. I can't think, and this goes back to those Thunderdome appearances alongside Damien Priest, or winning the 24-7 title. The real niche stuff he's gotten in the mix mm-hmm. for Getting the shit kicked out of him by Brock Lesnar. He doesn't miss. I still remember when... I'm right in thinking this, aren't I? When he was sort of performing, I was like, I didn't really know a lot about him, full disclosure. And yeah. I was like, okay, very good. He's got Booker T in the music video, blah, blah, blah. And then, was it like the Miz smashed up his DJ set? Yeah. And you were like, oh, what is this trash? And he came out and did something ridiculous. And I was like... Oh, my God. Look at the truck. Yeah. Look at the f- truck. <laughs> Aye. I love him. I love how um, this is the sort of stuff, right, where people would call us stupid idiots for, like, blind faith in WWE when your heart gets broken again, all that kind of stuff. Or for even just daring to, like, I don't know, like it sometimes because often it can be unrewarding or people, like, don't like the house style or whatever it is. Bad Bunny loves WWE so much. (laughs) And then, like, I love Bad Bunny that this sort of, it becomes this like infectious cycle. Yeah. It's like, well, I can see how much he loves this and I love watching him love it. It's a, another, like Pat McAfee, I think would be another case of that. <laughs> like the thing he loves isn't even something I always love, <laughs> but he loves it so much. I think I'm going to love it more. He's so good for them. He's so productive for them. And you're not telling me that this isn't like the making of Damien Priest. No. He will lose this match on Saturday, and he will be a... If they don't drop the ball with him, and I know it's a long month, uh, well, a long month and a half, May and June, I think you are in a situation where Damien Priest could go into Money in the Bank as a favourite. Yeah. Because this is a loss upwards for him. Like He's going to lose on... It's going to be a class bells and whistles, uh, pantomime judgment day running thing. I think they've not done the tag match because they want to keep Finn and Dom... And the LWO for ringside, you need distractions, you need whatever you need, I guess. You just need something to help the match along. But yeah, tonight on SmackDown, Bad Bunny just tells Damien Priest his days are numbered. Damien Priest, maybe maybe tonight you get some violence. Maybe tonight you get the the gangs fighting each other, the LWO and the Judgment Day. Um, and theor- like ostensibly to clear them out of the way. Mm-hmm. And you know the... Um, Remember the Gunther Sheamus standoff? 
where they stood kind of no-selling everything and the fight happened around them. Damien Priest and Bad Bunny might be cool enough to pull off a version of that. Yeah. Like, you stand them face-to-face and Priest says, I'm not going to get you tonight. Not because I'm scared, but because I'm going to save this for tomorrow. You're not going to know what's coming. You're in deep water and you shouldn't be. And then the Judgment Day are ready to attack from behind and Priest has set up this attack. But Bad Bunny's like, you might have the physical advantage, but do you think I'm stupid? I've got back in of my own. And the LWO come out to neutralize that. And Priest's like, ah, oh, that was my plan A. I've got to fight you now. And that's the that's where it's left ahead mm. of Backlash. I'm buzzing to see the reaction he gets him. Oh, yeah. Maybe he'll sing. Maybe. Or, well, stick around. I've got another idea. We'll, we'll circle back to it a little bit later. In terms of matches on tonight's show, uh, we've got the newly returned OC mm-hmm. against the Viking Raiders. Who's moving where, actually? Let me double-check this with the draft. Oh, God. I'm glad you want to look into that because I have very little to say on this. It's tag division stuff. Uh, Is it one of them things where it's a match first and a program later? You posited in the office tonight that, like, Mia Yim and Valhalla might get into it. Mm. Um, Do we know if AJ Styles has fully recovered yet? He's not quite back. Yeah, no word on that. So you'd expect this to be the Good Brothers. Is it a tag match? build to a further tag match down the line where the Viking Raiders find an ally and you get a four on four, maybe. Basically what I'm doing is I'm pitching you a slightly more attractive version of that Gallus match you didn't want earlier this week. <laughs> um, They're both moving shows and Vi- the Viking Raiders are going to Raw, so it feels like they can lose this, obviously. And they've just lost the feud with Braun and Ricochet. They, I so? feel like the fact it's the OC versus the Viking Raiders rather than that, I think we're getting a phenomenal four on for, for the finish. Yeah. Uh, like yes, Valhalla and Meechin take each other out mm-hmm. or distract each other or whatever. Kind of each go other. To, they go off to Raw. Yeah. yeah, easy win. Like an establishing win for the OC on SmackDown, but that matters less than WWE realize. Like, well, we got we're here on SmackDown now. It's it's not like you signed from AW. It's not like, you, like. But they could be a viable challenger for Owens and Zayn down the road. I reckon. Maybe I think for the OC to be valuable at this point, I think they'd need to be heels. I'm more interested in that. I think they are heels, though. The OC. Yeah, I think after this, I think this is just sort of like, hey, well, you're both yeah. ass, ki- ass kickers, blah blah blah. But like AJ Styles showed back up and got a weird lack of reaction by commentary. That was dropped the ball a bit with that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but like they showed up and they just. I think Styles is. I think Styles is going to be serious faces rather than going to get some brewskis. Yeah, yeah, maybe. maybe I like that's where they fit more to me. Like they're not. They're they're a fine act, but they're not so likable that you like want to put your heart and soul behind them. So mm. as a villainous group, they probably stand more of a chance. Yeah. Um, speaking of the draft, before we get to this other match, do you think anyone from the draft is going to show up? The only reason why I ask, I know obviously it's meant to be. Oh, it all kicks in after backlash, mm. and yeah, that makes sense, and that's sort of ties things up in terms of. Well, hang on, who's that's champion of that? And that's da 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 da. But you've got, I think you've got a real opportunity here, um, whether that be for uh, an, an NXT talent to just get a great reaction because, like I said, it's going to be off the chain in Puerto yeah. Rico. So you, if you bring in a. Like debuting them after WrestleMania when they used to do exactly. that. Exactly. If yeah. you bring in a. That's going to sound like a gimmick if I do that. Let me just see if there's another name <laughs> I can pull out my arse here. Nope. If you bring in a Cameron Grimes, yeah. he'll get a great reaction because it's the hardcore wrestling fans who, a bit like in England, aren't treated to wrestling as often as they would like from the big companies. Mm-hmm. So they'll be tuned in. He'll get a great reaction. 
but also, I think the opposite of that is, and I know championships stay where they are until after Backlash, you've got the United States champion on SmackDown as of next week. Yep. You've got the United States champion defending that title at Backlash, and you've got a weird, I don't know who we're meant to cheer here apart from kind of Bobby Lashley gimmick. And I know... It's not as simple as coming out and going, oh, you people suck. I love the United States of America and maybe a bit of Alaska and Hawaii. That's <laughs> it. Um, but I feel like this could be a, I mean, it's a tightrope to walk, but this could be your local team sucks. Elias, Kevin Owens. Oh, I didn't expect that much heat. But if Austin Theory goes, maybe Austin Theory is the one who confronts Bad Bunny. How about this? Like, you've just about took the words out of my mouth. How about Bad Bunny? No, actually, let's keep Bad Bunny separate because that is Judgment Day related and there's, there's other people involved there. How about Hall of Famer Rey Mysterio comes out, like, he's still involved in the LWO. He's still involved, like, he loves battering his son, having not wanted to do it for ages. Yeah. But sort of separate from the LWO Judgment Day thing, just comes out uh, and is, like, really excited to be in Puerto Rico for this huge weekend He's going to be supporting Bad Bunny just the way Bad Bunny supported him. Blah, 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 blah. And he gets interrupted and beaten down by Grayson Waller. Oh, my God. He does a shoey. He does a shoey. It says, like, I was supposed to be excited to come to SmackDown, and then I get my first call sheet, and they're sending me to Puerto Rico. Yeah. And he's just lit, like, this was supposed to be his big moment. It's not about any of you people in this building. It's not about this weekend. It's not about that stupid rabbit backstage. Oh, boo! Like, it's, uh, where's my, like, I see all of you in your LWO t-shirts. Where's your Grayson Waller effect t-shirts? This was supposed to be my big night. Mm -hmm. My bow on SmackDown. Like, I'm going to do this again next week when we're back in America. Whatever, you know, mm -hmm. like, when we're in checks, notes, place name. And then next week he heals on that town as well. Mm -hmm. Like, because he's just insincere and an arsehole. And he slaps Rey Mysterio about, like, oh, yeah, Hall of Fame, big deal. Where's your talk show? I like it. I think there's a real opportunity, like I say, just, it's this weird, not one night, but one weekend thing. Mm. I don't know if Raw's from there as well. If not this sure. goes well, don't keep it there. So. Don't think so, but it'd be, I, these weekend things, man, they're, they're cool. Mm. Um, finally, <laughs> who's where on this one? Hang on one second. I'm fair, Shinsuke's on Raw now, isn't he? Yeah. And Karrion Cross is still on SmackDown. Right. Is he? On. Yes, he's still on SmackDown. That's the end of it. Um, so it's one of those ones, normally you go, oh, well, the person who's switching shows can afford a loss. Yeah. And there's reports that Triple H still wants Cross to be a challenger for Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. I read somewhere, I don't know how, how true that is or whatever. Nakamura, they've clearly put a bit of a push behind him since he's returned. And there's the whole thing of he transforms people. He changes people, does Karrion Cross. Mm. I don't know. How do you see this one playing out? He changes people, but luckily for Shinsuke Nakamura, he changes them by losing to them. Mm -hmm. So I'm going with Shin. Shin Okablimo here for me. I think he wins. Um, Karrion Cross. I, I, I simply don't believe the Roman Reigns stories. But for Shinsuke Nakamura, we were talking about how they'd kind of then maybe heated him up enough to at least be a Gunther loser or maybe possibly a Roman Reigns, like, TV challenger. Yeah. Do you not just apply that to Raw now where he's a Gunther loser or a World Heavyweight title tournament contender? 
Yeah. He's both of those things, isn't he? So he goes to Raw off the back of a win. Um, the only thing I can see working against that is if the whole crew or most of the crew are in Puerto Rico for the weekend, the Miz turns up from Raw mm. and enacts some revenge for getting embarrassed. Oh, that's on, an Yeah, that makes like sense. on Monday because they need something to heat up their TV program that kicked off on Monday, just gone. And then he took that, then therefore he's transformed Shinsuke Nakamura into a ass kicker to the extreme because he's going to break Miz's arm. There you go. With his new... Jiu-Jitsu. Not, not, yeah. Striking. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Finished. Yeah, there you go. One final thing about Bad Bunny before we wrap up here. Yes, he's going to get a great reaction. Yes, he should probably get in something with Damian Priest. But, hey, we're in the, we're in the business of putting smiles on faces mm-hmm. here, Hamlet. And for that reason... It's time to play the game! Maybe she'll make the card. She got drafted to SmackDown. I didn't know she was on Raw, but she got drafted to SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> Raw Talk supplemental picks. <laughs> How Zia Lee? Remember her? They really buggered that up, didn't they? What's the connection between... Um, AW's new live event branding and what we know about Tamina's private life. Go on. House rules. (laughs) (laughs) And it's all bought and paid for. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I thought it's a better way to get over than beat a legend. On the Go Home show. Always great, yep. Obviously. Mm-hmm. So I have the WWE alumni page open in front of me. Yep. Bad Bunny's out there. The segment's going to go long. Yep. We have to cut time from the other matches on this show. <laughs> it's so fine. the crowd won't shut up. Um, and then who should come out to challenge him? But... Stop. Two... You gave me, like, such a long, lingering stare there and I was thinking oh god what have I done what row have I landed on here right we might have to is this a respin yeah ah, okay but I'm going to say who it was anyway okay giant Gonzalez oh <laughs> no we'll go again yeah <laughs> and you want to stick on the same row do you want to same row please four <laughs> I'm just going to turn it around for you it's the gobbledygooker. <laughs> yep. So we... Oh, wait a minute. So what we're saying is, what we haven't even previewed is that in the building, in the corner, positioned by the ramp, there is going to be a giant... Dinosaur maker! <laughs> That'd be good. I got a pen to drop. Is that what you wanted? No! There's going to be a fucking egg. There's going to be uh, a big egg. I thought it was... Yeah. The gobbledygooker is going to hatch out of a giant dick and balls <laughs> on SmackDown on Fox. Hey. Thank you. Well, welcome to SmackDown. There's a giant cock and balls at the top of the ramp. Wonder what that's going to be for later on. And the friggin' the, the bell end just opens up and the gobbledygooker. But he's updated because of the dick and balls. And it's like, he's a chicken, but he's also sperm. Try one more go with this. Got him. 
Stop. Two. Hang on. One second. This might... Uh, have I got the... Uh, <laughs> definitely one of these. You got a button for this? Yeah, I think so. Let's try this. Hang I on. love this. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm taking some one of these, actually. Nope. <laughs> this is great. Great audio. Yeah. He oh. sings, she dances. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We've done it. Hang on. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> <laughs> a treat for me. Can we close out this podcast, right? You know, when you do wrestle culture, and I love, I love watching you work. Go on. This man, don't be fooled by the fact that he just pressed a button. <laughs> Mambo number five played. Where Mambo number five played, having just also pressed a button in which, um, to the tune of Triple H's music, you were instructed to suck somebody's penis. The man to my right is a broadcast professional. Go on. Right? Can you, as we close this podcast with your traditional closing salvo, yeah. can you play us out? With Lana's theme, as you do on WrestleCulture, oh. to try and hit the conclusion of her thing. Like, are you able on your magic buttons thing here to see how long that possibly clip lasts? I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea how long it is. Well, can you just do it anyway? We'll try. And just press it again if like it runs out <laughs> of juice. Just like keep going. So you want the dun dun dun? You want to be out by that point? Uh, whenever you like. You just make it work in your radio in your in your oh, radio God, brain. Okay. So like, press it like whenever you're ready. Like, so we're we're done with the preview, aren't we? Yeah. If people aren't aware, because the <laughs> listeners are done with the preview, at this point, nobody's even still listening. Yeah. So, like, you sort of like, and that's, uh, so I'll, give you the, I'll give you the closing line that sounds totally natural. Yeah. And then you can hit that and then start to wrap it up, okay? And that's the end of that chapter. <laughs> right, once more from the top, okay? <laughs> okay. And uh, I'm ready. And that's why it'll probably be Jeff Jarrett. Fuck, get out! Don't you dare look back. Keep your eyes Wait, on me. I said you're holding back. She says, shut up and dance with me. This woman is my destiny. She said, <laughs> oh, Remember this? Your arms. Who could it be? If you go in there, if you go in a Puerto Rico's SmackDown show tonight, remember to clap your arms. Who could it be? Who is that masked singer? Right, we'll try it one more time, okay? I genuinely know idea how this is going to sound, but let's go for it. Okay. Uh, And that's why tonight's SmackDown is going to be Lana Riffick. Let us know your thoughts. A minute and a half. There's no way we're doing this. Let us know your thoughts. End of tonight's show on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Watch they can follow both of us and follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Uh, myself and Sidgwick 
reviewing the firm deletion <laughs> on AW Rampage a little bit later on, and of course, rest of culture with a hashtag bloody good quiz. <laughs> God, that's the worst bit of coming out your radio. I hate this. Right. This is the SmackDown preview, man. Thanks for Michael Hamlet. I love that. I hate this. <laughs> you enjoy us, and we will see you soon. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.